Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am talking with Melissa Sunday from Project Simplify. And I just want to ask you a quick question, friend. Are you noticing too much stuff in your house right now? Are you getting a little bit stressed out with the mess and all the toy clutter everywhere? I know I am. So if you answered yes, or maybe definitely listen to my conversation today with the lovely Melissa Sunday, and she really has simplified her house and her life, and she is going to speak life today. She really encouraged me, and I love her practical, easy tips for simplifying your life and really minimizing, you know, having less stuff. And her tagline is less stuff, less stress, more memories. And I think we could all agree that we want that. So listen into my conversation with Melissa Sunday from Project Simplify. Enjoy, friends. Welcome to the podcast, Melissa. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you, everyone. This is Melissa Sunday, and Melissa runs Project Simplify, which is very timely right now. Just the idea of simplifying our homes, and we're probably all you know, realizing that we have too much stuff. (laughs) Um, And so I think this is just a really helpful conversation for us moms. And I just love what you do. So could you you just start by, yeah, introducing yourself, sharing about your family life, and then how you got started with simplifying and embracing minimalism? Yeah, well, um, like you said, my name's Melissa, and I am married. I have four children, ages eight, six, four, and two. And really our kind of process of simplifying started about four years ago. We moved to Australia for a few months and we literally took two suitcases. There was five of us at the time and we fit everything into two suitcases. And it really just opened our eyes to how much stuff we had and stuff that we didn't need. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And after living with such minimal, you know, clothing and shoes and toys, my kids were young, they didn't, they each brought one toy. Um, And, you know, granted, we were spending a lot of time outside, but it just, we came home changed from that experience. And ever since then, we've just been embracing, you know, less stuff and a simpler life and, um, kind of making more space in our life for the things that really matter to us. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And I love, so on Instagram, which is where we got connected in your bio, you say less stuff, less stress, more memories, which I just love so much. And I've been on my own kind of simplifying journey over the last, I would say year, I've gotten really serious about it just because being home with two littles and just being in our space a lot, just it really helps you confront the amount of stuff you have, especially when little kids are taking it out all the time. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, this idea of less stuff and less stress and making more memories, um, can you share what that looks like for you in your day-to-day mom life with your four little ones? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that you hit it right on the head when you said that, you know, when you're home all the time and kids are constantly getting into stuff and getting out of stuff, um, it becomes overwhelming and stressful. And, you know, we've been simplifying on and off over the past few years, but um, really after we had our fourth baby, I just felt like it really 
seemed to explode <laughs> with the stuff. Mm. And I felt like I was just spending all my time picking up and organizing and picking up and cleaning. And I just realized that, you know, I, this is not what I want to be spending my life doing. <laughs> um, and, and so I think just as I started removing stuff, and removing more stuff and realizing all this extra stuff that we had that we weren't ever using. And um, it just was, I was beginning to feel the stress lifted off and really began to feel this space opening up in our home physically and also mentally, and just being able to really have more time to focus on memories. Cause I think you know, that's what my kids talk about. That's what they remember. They don't remember what they got for Christmas last year, but they remember the fun traditions and things that we did as a family. And so I think, yeah, we, as we shifted to just less, less stuff and adding more memories into our life, that's, that's what we, you know, kind of want to take away and have our kids remember um, is the memories that we created as a family. Yeah, that's amazing. I really connect with that because I feel like so much of mom life feels like cleaning up. And of course there's going to be an element of cleaning and, um, you know, organizing, like that's just part (laughs) of running a home. But I think when it overtakes our day, you know, that's where the overwhelm sets in. And so I think, um, you know, I bet some people listening are thinking to themselves, okay, yes, but how can I get started? You know, so how could someone get started in simplifying their physical space, especially for moms with kids and toy clutter? I think that's a big one. So how could people get started? (laughs) Yes. Well, I think the key to starting is to start small. Um, You're not going to be able to declutter and simplify your whole life and your house (laughs) in a day. And so I think to just have realistic expectations and, and start small, pick one drawer, pick one basket, you know, just pick one small area and, and start from there. Um, I think especially for moms with lots of toys, um, that's a good place to start, although it might seem overwhelming. Um, I think as you begin with toys and you, you start removing some of those things and you realize that maybe your kids aren't playing with all the toys that you thought they were playing with. Um, after we came home from Australia, we realized our kids don't even play with half of these toys. And so we boxed them up and we got rid of them. And if I think if you're not ready to, you know, discard them or donate them at this time, just, you know, put them in a box, create a holding space, put them out in the garage, just remove them and try it as an experiment and see what happens. And if you're like our family and a lot of other families that I think have simplified as well, you'll begin to see that your kids probably won't even miss them. Like you think, I think we as parents are more attached to the, to, to the, the toys than our mm-hmm. kids are. Obviously they have their favorites. Um, and I, I think don't get rid of anything that your kids are playing with, but chances are, I bet your kids are choosing, you know, 20% of the toys that you have to play with over and over and the rest are just clutter. <laughs> and so start small, um, put some away and, and see what happens. And if your kids miss them and ask for them, pull them out, back out. But if they don't, maybe it's time that you don't need them anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like the idea of starting small. And I'm wondering, so my three and a half year old is very verbal and very attached to things. So what do you do when, you know, your child doesn't really like this idea? Um, (laughs) Maybe you've put their toys away. At least that's my experience. I, you know, put everything away in a toy bin and, you know, it was like, wait, where did that go? Or wait. I don't want to get rid of that or um, just some hesitation there. Or if you pull out that bin, you know, they go through it and they're like, wait a minute, I don't want to give this away. So how do you handle that? Because I feel like, you know, I've struggled with, you know, I want to honor what she likes and not like trick her, so to speak, like, oh, you know, I'm putting this in the bin, but then all of a sudden it's going to disappear And so I think, especially with older kids who are very aware of these things, like how do you go about this with simplifying toys that you know they don't play with, but then they say, wait, wait, I'm going to play with it. (laughs) What do you do in that situation? (laughs) That's been my biggest stumbling block, to be honest. That's a good question. And I think every child is different. Some are more attached to things, some aren't. Um, If, you know, I think it's good if you can try to get rid of stuff when they're not around, um, you know, can be helpful because I think when they see, oh, wait, I don't want to get rid of that. I suddenly love this toy that I haven't touched in a year, <laughs> you know, it makes mm-hmm. it a little harder for them. Um, but at the same time, I we want to respect them. We want to respect what they, you know, they like. And, and so involving them in the process a little bit, I think is helpful too. One thing that I've found has been helpful is to, you know, kind of set boundaries with your kids. So I have one, one daughter who <laughs> she collects everything from rocks to <laughs> sequins to anything sparkly to anything she finds. It's just so special to her. Right. And, and my other kids could carry less. And so it's easy for me to toss that stuff. But for her, she just wants to keep everything. And what's helped us with that is to set a boundary and that boundary is a basket and she has that basket and she knows that she can fill that up with whatever she wants that is special to her. And I think her having that ownership and knowing that, okay, this is my stuff. I get to choose what I keep. Um, But she knows that when that basket is full, if she wants to add something else, she's going to have to get rid of something. And it's been really helpful. We'll go through it together and things that she thought she could never get rid of. You know, now that she has something new that's a little bit more special to her, she'll toss the other stuff without even thinking about it because she now has this other new thing that is really special. And mm-hmm. and so that's been a really good exercise for us to do so that she feels like I'm on her side. I'm not against her. I don't want to just get rid of stuff without her, um, you know, permission, but also having that boundary so that the stuff and the clutter is not overwhelming your whole house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so good. And I think I've actually been planning to make a whole episode about boundaries with our kids. So that's super um, timely again, because (laughs) I've been thinking about that a lot. And I think, um, you know, just having boundaries with our children is so important. And the physical boundary with, you know, kids is it's a visual, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not this conceptual idea. It's actual visual, like, okay, this is the boundary line. This is your literal basket. (laughs) That is so good. It's a (laughs) great tip. 
And I think with that too, there's no like defined amount. I think every family is different. Every child's different. If you need to have three baskets for their stuff or five or one, you know, whatever you can figure out to make that work. But I think, you know, setting that boundary can make you happy as a mom, but then it can also allow that freedom for your child that they feel this sense of ownership and and that their needs are being honored as well. So that's that's been something that's really helpful with us across the board, even outside of toys and kids stuff, but just in organizing and simplifying other areas of our house too. Mm-hmm. Great tip. So helpful. And I'm wondering, so in terms of kids toys, what are your favorite kid toys? Like which ones do you think we should keep? And, um, you know, helping our kids say, you know, saying to them, making it positive, like, oh, we get to keep this, like, how awesome is this toy? And so what are those toys in your home that yeah, that you um, all just love? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was, you know, as I have been simplifying and kind of getting rid of our toys and keeping what we have, I realized that all of our toys that we still have are all open-ended toys. So for us, that looks like um, we have the, you know, Picasso tiles, the magnetic tiles. Our kids Mm -hmm. love those. All four of my children play with those every day. So we actually have a couple sets of those, but um, those, we have blocks, we have tons of, you know, cars, uh, Legos, train sets. My daughter has a few dolls. Um, We have a, you know, like a play kitchen and then some puzzles and then art supplies. And that really is it. I mean, they have a few other little trinkets here and there, but, um, and I, yeah, all of those are open-ended, which I think is the key to having minimal toys is that all of those toys um, create new possibilities every time they play with them. And there's a place for everything. They know where they go. They know where they find them. And they, it's just so fun to see what they come up with, with, with just this limited amount of toys, but they're, you know, they, they're never saying they're bored. (laughs) They always find Mm -hmm. something to do and, you know, they might not use them in the way that we think they're going to use them, but somehow they always come up with some, some fun creation with what we have. And I think that's what's so fun about, um, as we've taken away the noise toys and the toys that just have one specific task that they do, um, they've really become more creative. And I think it's opened up their their world of possibilities to see, you know, how they can imagine and create these things that maybe otherwise would be limited if we, you know, just had more toys that were, you know, only had one specific function. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. The open-ended toys are amazing, and art is just our favorite over here, um, <laughs> especially with my three and a half year old, my one and a half year old just starting to get into, you know, um, crayons and Uh seeing how that works, putting the color on the paper and how exciting that is. Um, he's more of the climber tries to climb onto our table. (laughs) So that's his favorite toy. Um, very open-ended, but yeah, I love that you have the tiles. We have those too. And, um, yeah, I just think that any toy that does the playing for the kids. I've heard that over and over again with minimizing toys. It just kind of, they play with it for a minute and then they kind of toss it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes I think 
those toys seem exciting and shiny when they first get them, but then, you know, they don't get played with day after day. And so um, I'm just wondering if you could end with, you know, maybe something that the listeners could do this week while they're home and, you know, just an action item to maybe encourage listeners to start minimizing and embrace this simple living. Just maybe a quick little tip or action step. Yeah, I would just say to start small, pick one drawer, one basket, a closet if you're feeling ambitious and remove everything. And then as you put everything back in, just ask yourself, like, do I like having this? Does this, do we use this? Is there room for this in our house? And um, I think, yeah, just, I think the biggest thing is just experiment, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to lose anything by trying it out. So if you remove half of your toys and it is a total flop, then bring it back. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you know, just, just try it out. And I, I promise that you'll probably most likely not even notice because you won't be picking up as much. You won't be stressed out that there's toys all over the house but just starting small. And I think as you, um, it becomes addicting almost in a way, just thinking, okay, what else can I simplify? What else can I clean out and get rid of just to allow more space in our, in our lives? Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Just, just start small and it will, it, you'll catch the, <laughs> the fire of it and you'll want to keep going because it, you will feel a noticeable difference in your life. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that for sure in dif- different ways I've simplified, like in our bedroom, it just is so much more peaceful without, you know, stuff everywhere. It's just, yeah, it's really helpful. And even decluttering walls, which is funny, but that visual clutter is kind of stressful to me. And I don't think I realized it until we moved. And then I was like, wait, these blank walls are nice. So we kind of yeah. are more picky about what we put on the wall. So even starting with that, I mean, that's also simple. Taking things off the wall is super simple. You can always put it back. Um, Yeah, I love that. Thank you, Melissa. And I wanted to say one more thing, just really fast, just, you know, if you're overwhelmed and, you know, if lots of our kids are home now and we don't maybe have a lot of time to do it, but I would just say, find 10 minutes, set the timer for 10 minutes and do what you can in 10 minutes. And and you'll be amazed with with what you can do if you just focus for 10 minutes and you'll you can just you know go from there so mhm super practical and yeah we can all find 10 minutes and involve our kids and put music on make it fun yeah, i love that yeah. thanks melissa thing, so. yes yeah, exactly i'm all about positivity and joy <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find you after this conversation yeah, I'm over on Instagram at projectsimplify.co. Um, so I'd love to connect with any of you who want more tips and tricks and inspiration for simplifying. Yes. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you.